Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something that everybody's talking about this week, and that is the Arma Creighton 8S. As you guys know, I have got my hands on one of them and have been doing a bunch of testing with it. Um, so I got one of the early release models. Did pay for it. So for those people that think that um, the review is biased because I got it free, that's not the case. I really wanted one, and I was willing to throw down the money uh, to get one. And it just so happened that I was able to get it a little bit early to do some testing with. And um, yeah, I've been having a great time with it so far. And we're going to talk about a few things, address a few things and concerns that people are asking about already, and uh, try and give you kind of my my thoughts and my scoop on that. So um, overall, guys, I think it's a beast of a truck. It's super heavy. It's like 24 pounds without batteries. You throw the two 4S batteries in there. You're up like 26, 28 pounds. I don't know exactly what it weighs. I, I don't like have a scale that I put it on, but it is a very heavy truck. Um, and it, as far as I can tell, um, is pretty beefy. I mean, I hit a tree with it uh, going pretty fast off a, a jump right into a tree at the landing point, like right at that convergence of landing and um, at the base of the tree. And it just spun that truck around a bunch of times. And I just thought it was done for, but we do like the, the you know, the Anderson's grave digger style. You just keep running it until the wheels come off. Basically just punched it anyway, went and hit a few more jumps. And I saw the wheel fold over in the air and I realized something was broken and uh, it was not going to run anymore. So I actually tried to drive it back, but um, once that had popped and some stuff, it wasn't really driving great. So anyway, um, took it up to the hobby town in Newport news. They helped me get it fixed up using a blade main shaft blade for their, uh, BLH 1506, uh, for the blade 230 S. And, uh, basically it's just a rod that has two holes in it that we were able to push through the hinge. It's a hinge pin basically is what all I lost. I didn't break anything. I just pulled the hinge pin and pulled a few screws loose that we tightened down. Um, and I did bend one screw. I haven't gone in and replaced that yet. I'm going to do that uh, when I go in and I change my pinion because I'm going to be pulling the motor out anyway. It'll make it easier to get to the screw there. wasn't really affecting it. still drove um, after we bashed it really big off of their ramp in the back of the hobby town, which was awesome. Anyway, I got this hinge pin shaft blade from the helicopter in there with two uh, body clips on each end to hold it in place. And it's working awesome till the parts come out and I can get that fixed proper. But so what have I been doing with it? Uh, we've done the speed test with it stock. I try to do everything and everyone's like, Oh, it's not very fast. You need to do all these things to it. And I know what I need to do to it. Like, um, so as I say, in every single one of my videos, I run it completely stock, at least for the first three to four times, stock controller, everything, uh, because I want people to know exactly how it's going to perform when they get it out of the box. And then we go and we show you things that you can do to make it handle differently. You can go faster, all of those things. 
Um, I did push the punch level up to five before we did the speed test, uh, but we left it at that for that particular speed test. We're going to be doing other speed tests, and I've already been playing around with it. We've been adjusting the motor timing. Um, I've got a 21 tooth and a 23 tooth pinion ready to go on it for more speed. But here's the thing. I actually don't need the more speed. I'm going to be putting more speed through it for you guys so you can see what you can do to it. Uh, but I don't want it to wheelie. Like, I have the X-Max and it wheelies all the time. That's not what I want out of this truck. I want this truck to be planted and to control, have great control uh, on the ground and get me to the jumps. That being said, at 40 miles an hour, I'm already launching the jumps. Um, and I'm launching over the landings. And when you're landing flat ground and you're doing all this stuff, uh, that's when you start to break things. So uh, I want to actually run this vehicle more like it's a race truggy of sorts and uh, try and land the, the landings and all of that. I mean, I'm still going to flat land in my backyard. I don't have a landing. Uh, but when I can, I'm going to be trying to time the jumps uh, pretty well, especially like I was doing at Digger's Dungeon. So that's the other thing I did with the video. I did take it, or the, the Creighton, I took it to Digger's Dungeon, and they have a pit bike track there, and the Andersons let me run um, it on there and make a video for you guys, uh, which I'm very grateful for. And um, it handled awesome out there with the bermed corners, the jumps. It was just so much fun. And uh, that's where I really, I mean, enjoy it. It's one thing to just send it, send it, send it. You know, there's some enjoyment from that I get. But when you have multiple different types of jumps like they have there at the pit bike track and you're trying to land them, there's like a skill that goes with that and uh, getting the right speed and timing. And it's just so much fun. And so um, I don't need the speed that everybody's telling me I need to, to, to have, um, you know. If that's how you run your cars, you don't have big jumps to jump them on. You're going to run it on the ground and you need it to wheelie. You know, I get that. Um, but in my backyard, if I send it any further, I'm going to land it into my fence. And so, I mean, it's really out of the box right where I want it to be. Um, I don't need it to do flips and tricks because you're going to be rotating and flipping a 24-pound mass in the air, uh, which you know, the impact is increased when you get that rotating mass. Uh, so the force that it hits with, if you don't fully make your flip or you land kind of sideways, uh, you're going to do damage. It's 24 pounds. And then the, the momentum driving it into the ground. And uh, yeah, you will see, you'll see stuff break because, um, you know, we're trying to do things that are just, not scale. it's not scale. So, um, one of the things that I want to do is is try and run this one a little bit more uh, like a performance machine in a way versus a straight up basher. I want to blast with it. So it says uh, not just bash, but blast. And so I think that's what I want to do with this Creighton. I don't need it to be a stunt machine. Um, I don't need it to go. If I'm going to want to send something, I'll get one of the lighter 6S ones and I'll just send it to the moon. Uh, but people are trying to do that with these really big things. And, well, you know what's happening with them. I do. They're smashing them into the ground really hard. So um, stuff is going to bend. It has, you know, an aluminum chassis. It's four millimeter thick. And with that impact at that length, even with the bracing, you're going to see stuff start to pop. Now, I really I'm I'm so shocked that I hit that tree so hard. If you watch the video, I've actually got other footage of it on my GoPro I should post that's a little bit clearer, and I think I can slow motion it. And you can see the impact on that tree. 
Um, it hit hard and I didn't break an A-arm uh, or anything. I literally just pulled out the pin. And if I wouldn't have driven it, I probably would have been able to save the pin as well. Um, but, you know, we send it anyway. So <laughs> there's times when I'm reckless. I'll admit to that. I'm not always going by what I'm saying right now. You know, I was being reckless. We were live and uh, we crashed it. And at that, that moment, I wasn't trying to be reckless. So that's one thing I'll talk about, though. So there's the app that you use. The problem was that I was using my phone to live stream, which meant that I couldn't access the app in order to turn on the AVC. Because once you're hooked up to Bluetooth through the app, uh, the AVC knob on your controller becomes a steering dual rate knob. And so the AVC is then controlled through the app. And I couldn't turn it on. I was kind of sliding around on the dirt. I probably should have would have benefited from having it on to straighten myself out for the jump. Because it's also a small area, so I needed to kind of just quickly do punches on the throttle to get it up and over the jumps. Um, and just really punch it there at the end to get enough speed. And uh, anyway, um, I crashed it. So, um, but it's it's been very durable for me. And so I see people out there and they're trying to bash it and everybody's saying it's not a durable truck. They're going to have all these issues with it. And uh, to that, I say there's there's limitations on how far and how big and what NRC can handle. Um, with fifth scale things, it's really, for me, it's more about going scale. And uh, some of the big air and the flips that we're doing, you'd never see anybody attempt in one of these things if there was a person inside it. And so um, even some of the jumps I'm doing, I wouldn't ever think about attempting with a person in it. So I'm already, I'm going pretty big. I'm jumping it eh, 10 feet in the air, something like that to flat ground. It's clearing me by quite a ways. Um, and then at Digger's Dungeon, I know I was sending it up there. So maybe even higher, maybe, maybe 12 to 15 feet in the air and then to the flat ground. Um, so, but there are ways we'll be doing some, some bigger speed tests for you guys. I don't necessarily, I'll still probably only hit it at half throttle. Uh, it's, it would be nice to have a little bit of that extra speed to adjust it, especially like on my backyard ramps, uh, or jumps, the dirt ones that are kind of getting eroded. Um, it'll, it'll kick the back end up and, uh, it would be nice to have a little bit of extra punch to level it out. So it's not landing on the front wheels and rolling out that way. So there's things you can do. These ones are for an RTR. This motor by spectrum has timing that you can set on it. And so right now the motor timing set to zero, uh, I'm going to probably set it up. There's a 3.75, 7.5 and 11.25 and then 15. And so I'm probably going to set it at 7.5 to start with the punch level. I have it at five. I might back it down to four to see how it's doing with that motor timing jumped up like that. So we'll do that. We'll do some speed tests throughout those different um, settings. And then we'll go ahead and we'll change the, the teeth on the pinion. And so... Uh, I plan to just keep this motor system in it. I know there's people that are gunning for speed with it. That's not my my deal. I'm not a speed guy. Uh, I'm a basher, and I don't need the super high-end speed for bashing because I'm not like a send-it basher. Um, I just like to go out and jump cars and uh, have fun. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get that uh, test footage out there for you guys. I've already been playing around with the timing and seeing what it's doing and it's livening the truck up even on the completely stock settings. 
Um, you know, adjusting timing too much. You want to check your motor temps, ESC temps, all that kind of stuff. Make sure you're not going to overheat it or destroy it. Uh, because when you do adjust timing for racing and all that, I mean, a lot of times you do shorten the life of the electronics and uh, I'm not looking to do that either for a car that I bash with. So, um, it's running super cool, completely stock, even punch at five. I ran uh, laps around the oval track with it and, uh, came back and I could just hold on to the motor. No problem. It was not hardly hot. I mean, it was warm. Um, but you could just literally hold on to it and no issue. And that was just running full speed the whole time around. So, uh, I think that this is, uh, a great vehicle. Uh, I don't bother comparing it to anything else. It is its own vehicle. Um, I have the DBXLE two and everybody wants to say which one I prefer. And it really depends on what I'm going out to do. Each of them have their strong points. Uh, I do have also a couple of other big vehicles. I have the, the Sen Racing uh, Reaper, American Force Reaper. Um, and I have the, and that's a 6S. And then I have the X-Max 6S. Um, and so they go in the 30s, you know, up to 35-ish. And that felt like plenty of speed to me before. So having this now at 8S, it feels quick. Now I did have the... Um, the DBX Elite 1.0, and that goes about the speed that the uh, the Creighton 8S goes out of the box for an 8S, and it has a smaller motor. The Creighton does, so it's it's impressive in some ways to me, guys. So everybody wants to bash and bash it, but I I, I think it's a pretty solid truck. That's where I'll, I'll leave it. Um, I haven't had it, but three weeks now, and so we'll see. I've had it out to run a lot. I've run a lot of packs through it, um, and and just totally enjoying it. Um, but I'm also really enjoying the new DBX LE 2.0. I like my sin. I don't hate or want to bash the X max. I don't think it needs somebody to over, you know, dethrone it. I think that there's market place for both. Uh, you know, the X max being more like a monster truck. It sits higher. It has the characteristics, uh, with the wheelies and all that. And you know, it that can have its fun moments as well. So, um, but what it, for what it is, I really, really am enjoying the Creighton 8S. Um, I think the colors and the pattern, the design work, all that's pretty cool. I do like that. Um, I prefer the green, but you guys know me. I'm a green kind of guy, green, black, and white. You'll see that on a lot of my trucks and a lot of my design work and stuff like that for the channel. So it just kind of fit, and that's why I went with the green. But the orange looks pretty stunning as well. It's kind of a muted orange, which I kind of dig. Um so, yeah, you guys, these things, I, I have a feeling they're going to sell out this first batch uh, before you even start really seeing them in the hobby shops. They're probably going to come in and go or already be spoken for. And uh, if you don't get an order in for one, you'll probably be waiting for the next order or shipment to come in. And so it's, uh, I just, I, I feel that way. So I think some of the Arma faithful are bashing it, but I think the general public um, are really interested in it and uh i know that a, a lot of people have said that they're ordered one or have ordered theirs already so um yeah it is what it is uh i think it's cool i think it's a smart move on arma their creighton is one of their most popular vehicles if not the most popular arma vehicle and uh especially in a general market you know there's the general market there's the people that buy the rcs and then there's the people that come online to talk about rcs people like me and you and we go on forums and we do all this stuff and we have opinions about everything. 
but uh, we aren't the whole market of Arma buyers. And so I think that from a sales standpoint, I think that it is one of their probably top performing vehicles. And I don't have any numbers on that or anything to go on, but that's kind of what I get uh, from online and from talking to our hobby shops and all that, that the Creighton is a really big seller. And uh, so I think it makes sense to have, you know, their Creighton across the whole lineup and to just move it up. And I think that's what Traxxas is doing too. I mean, their best basher that everybody loves is the X-Max. And so they made the Max. They brought it down, made it smaller to put it uh, in a different um, class of vehicles because they wanted their their bashing king of Traxxas to be, you know, in different sizes available and try and also get other sales through that. Uh, because everybody has different wants from these things. So like you guys want speed from my Creighton 8S, I'm totally happy with the speed that it runs. Uh, you know, you can, you can hurt somebody with these big things and you need it to stop and you don't want it to fail and all that. So anyway, guys, that's just my kind of thoughts for the day. Uh, Creighton 8S, I'm giving it thumbs up, really digging it. I think it handles beautifully for a large scale truggy that it is with those big wheels. And uh, I know people are going to be making all kinds of hop-ups for it. And you're going to see these things being built into basically tanks um, with metal and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, they're going to be like an armored tank vehicle that you could take to war, the Creighton 8S. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. As always, guys, have fun RCing, and we will catch you next time. 